Today I got time, yes. Today I got time, yes. Today I got time, yes. On that day, I was acting cool, cuz. What? Nigga, what? what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? Hey. I don't fuck with you, cuz. You, you disrespecting me. Ooh. I don't fuck with you, cuz. You, you disrespecting me. Ooh. I go hard, cuz. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Oh, my gosh. Let me look at my screens, make sure everything is up. Come on in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy, what is today? Thursday. Damn, time is flying by. I can't believe it's already Thursday. I'm trying to figure out where Monday went, okay? I've been keeping myself busy as you guys can see. Hey, everybody. Okay, y'all can see me good, good, good. <laughs> hey, y'all. Yes, I'm rocking my purple today. <laughs> um, I've been keeping myself busy, as you guys can see. I've been trying to post, you know, a lot of content and just working on different stuff. Thank you, guys. I'm glad you guys are liking this new style of content. Like I said, I want to make it a little bit shorter, quicker. You know what I'm saying? Um with not really opinion based because YouTube doesn't seem to like my opinion on this channel. So what's funny is that now that I don't give my opinion as much, they seem to be pushing these videos through the algorithm and people are even noticing that my numbers are starting to grow a little bit, which is very interesting. It seems like all this happened after I blasted them for their racism and their favoritism like Corey Kenshin. So things have been kind of changing but I'm still team Spotify. So all of my opinions and, you know, long form content and deep thoughts will be over there. I am working on a new deep dive. I'm going to start fully editing it this weekend. I've been working on a, like literally like six different projects. And so as you guys all know, today I launched my, well, I relaunched um, Lovely News Network. It is now uh, True Crime Tea Time. So that is my new true crime channel. And um, I launched that today. So if you guys don't know, go to Lovely News Network and subscribe. I just found out from one of my mods, James, that that channel is not shadow banned. You can actually just put in my name and the channel comes right up. So, yeah, it, it just proves to you that they are messing with this channel right here. Um, but my other channel is not shadow banned. Um, I've been using it. I use it for like all my Discord stuff. So like all my Zoom meetings go on there with their privated. So I've been using that channel. I just don't really post too many things on there publicly. But I had a great time doing the deep dive, not deep dive, excuse me, the um, true crime video on Jacob Weatherling. That story is very near and dear to my heart. So thank you guys for just all the wonderful feedback. Um, Cause I was kind of nervous. I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been on camera in so long. Like when I come on camera, the only time you'll see me on camera is when I do a live stream, like what I'm doing now. Other than that, I don't come on camera anymore because I just feel like it's a waste of time and nobody else comes on camera, you know, so if nobody else gives a shit, I just stop caring. It's like everybody's just doing voiceovers. So for me, it's just easy to do voiceovers while I get dressed, right? But it felt good to like just get dressed and actually do like a video. I felt like I felt like it was like old school, you know what I'm saying? I felt like it was old school, lovely tea video. So it was nice. Um and do understand because it is true crime, I'm going to handle it with a lot of care and respect. You're not going to see me doing true crime mukbangs and putting on makeup and all that goofy shit. That's not me to each his own. So do not ask me to start reading crime stories while eating chicken wings. It's not going to happen, poo. Okay? It's not going to happen. So um, I just send me, if you guys have particular stories you guys want me to hit on, 
Please send them to me. This is not a black true crime channel, so stop crying about, oh, how come you didn't talk about a missing black child? I'm talking about any type of true crime. Why? Because true crime affects everyone, regardless of race, gender, or sexual orientation. So let's stop with that. Um, I will be hitting on, you know, black stories as well, but this was a story that hit close to home in Minnesota. So I'm definitely going to focus on stories that I want to focus on. So please don't come over there with the mush mouth bullshit. Okay. Um, we will have black folks on there. We will have missing, you know, black children's stories, but these videos are not easy to create. I mean, just shooting that video took me over two hours. Plus, it took like four days to edit on top of that before even getting to the shooting part. It was about a week's worth of research. So these videos are not going to be every week. <laughs> um, we'll be lucky if we can get them up. I would say maybe twice a month if I'm lucky three times a month. But it's a lot of work to do these videos because you want to be very respectful. You want to put out real information. And even when I was researching, I was finding out stuff about the Jacob Weatherling case that I did not even know. You know, that's how much I went into depth. Like, I didn't know there was two Dannys involved and one was harassed and he was not even the suspect and he tried to sue. So I hit all that stuff. And it also goes to show you how much grace, you know, when perpetrators are white, how much grace they'll give them. They found pictures in Danny Hemrich's home back in the 80s, and they gave him all this grace because he went off and copped the attitude. But I wonder if Danny Hemrich was of any other complexion, would they, have given him, would they have given him such grace knowing he was found with those pictures? So I learned a lot while investigating this case. So I'm just very appreciative of just the feedback. Um, as far as people talking about they're spooked out because of the song or the some of the background music, just don't watch the video. Like, you're not forced to watch it, okay? Um, I don't want my videos to be like anybody else. I want to kind of differentiate myself from other true crime channels. I'm an editor, so I'm going to add some theatrics to it. I'm going to add, you know, things that kind of keep your attention. I'm going to set the mode, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not changing that, okay? Never tell an editor to change what they do, okay? That's what, that's what we do as editors. Um, so... Yeah, I'm glad you guys are loving the new intro. Thank you, Raheem. Raheem said I did amazing. Thank you. Appreciate you. So, yeah, I'm glad you guys love the new intro. Yes, it's darker, but why would I have a, like, upbeat? Like, oh, my God, we're going to talk about a murder. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, this is these are serious topics. So I want it to be more chilling and haunting. And I wanted to set the, you know what I'm saying, to set the vibe. So, yeah, I, I, did, I did that. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> So, yeah, if, if you haven't seen it yet, it's on Lovely News Network. I have the first episode up. But, yeah, there's definitely more to come. Um, we got the Halloween season coming up next month. So I'll definitely also incorporate some scary stories, you know, things like that. So it'll be like a mixed bag over there, but it's always going to come back to, you know, uh, real stories. So I can't wait. There's a lot. I'm, I've been into true crime forever since I was a kid. So there's a lot of stuff I want to hit on, but it's definitely a lot of work. So shout out to everybody, you know, in the true crime community. It is not easy. Um, it can be draining. So definitely, you know, take breaks when you need to. Um, good. So, uh, hey, bye says you set the vibe. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So it's a lot of stuff going on right now, y'all. Let me see. We have over 4,000 people in here. Thank you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So child, we got to talk about this. Now, I wasn't expecting this today, okay? When I was, you know, promoting my little new channel and chilling, you know, I heard rumblings early this morning that the queen was sick. You know, they're like, oh, she's in the hospital. She's not feeling too good. 
I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, that's understandable. She is almost 100 years old. And then it was announced literally an hour later that she had passed away. And I was like, wow, you know, I was shocked because this lady has been around, you know, forever. And so I wasn't expecting her to die because her husband just died like maybe a few months ago. And so right now, Black Twitter is trending on social media. Why is Black Twitter trending, you ask? Because for some reason, child, Black Twitter and Irish Twitter done connected. And a lot of people on Black and Irish Twitter are celebrating the passing of the queen. They're saying we don't feel bad for her. Um, she's done a lot to people of color. I mean, these memes are just crazy. Like they're, they're <laughs> the memes that people are posting, the dancing, the cheering. They got Irish people doing the river dance. Um, yeah, these like, like everything is going viral right now. As you guys see black Twitter is trending and they're just going in. Another thing, a lot of people feel like, um, they'll save, uh, their mourning and their well wishes for Princess Diana because, you know, Princess Diana was really, really loved by the people. Now I'll say this. I don't, I don't relish in anybody's death. I don't, you know, that's not my style, but I will say that, you know, the queen, you know what I'm saying? She does get the side eye. She's been, you know, attached to a lot of stuff that has affected a lot of people of color around the world particularly Africans, Indians, and I guess Irish people. I didn't even realize that she had did the Irish wrong, but I'm learning that today. Um, you know, her she comes from a long line of colonizers. You know, um, her crown was worth so much money. They don't even know the estimate. That's how many jewels were in her crown. This lady was balling. And meanwhile, the people of, you know, the UK had to pay taxes to sustain their lifestyle. I, I don't get it. Um, you know, I see they've already crowned Prince Charles, the king now. So they're calling him King Charles now. So after all these years, he's finally the king. Um, I don't know if the monarchy will ever officially die. You know, I don't know if they'll ever get rid of it in jolly old England. Um, it seems like most of the commoners there, they just, you know, they're not into it. They don't care. Um, somebody says she also did the Scottish people bad and people from Barbados. Damn. I didn't even know that. Yeah, the black and Irish are acting up. I got to read up more on what she did to the Irish people. But yeah, they're they're not. And they said in Scotland, too. OK. Yeah. So I think for a lot of people, they have mixed emotions, you know, and, you know, let's also not act like she didn't live a long, fruitful life. So many of us could only hope to live to be 96 years old. Like she lived a long life. Let's keep that real. So it's like, you know, when people die when they're like in their 90s, it's sad, but it's not as sad as somebody dying at like. 14 or, you know, 30, like, you know, that's a, that's a long time. 96, you're damn near hundred years old. So she definitely lived a, a good life. You know, she was rich. She didn't have to worry about anything. So, you know, good on her, I guess. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it looks like a lot of people are definitely just, they're, they're on one side of the fence. Either, you know, you are a believer and a lover of the monarch and you're just, you know, heartbroken and you're taking this as bad as when princess Diana died, or you're just like, you know, yeah, she was old, she lived a long life, or she was a colonizer, moving on. So th those are like the sentiments I'm seeing on social media. I'm not seeing a whole lot of heavy, heavy mourning, you know, but um, yeah, I just, mm, it's just a lot. If you really know like their backstory and like, you know, just the way that they came to be, you know, rest in peace, queen. I'm gonna leave it at that. 
So let me see here. Let me read some of these comments. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. Um, let's see here. Whoop, it's Nina says, YT knows they wrong, but you stay in the right. You're the only queen that can get my money other than Nicki Minaj and Beyonce. Uh, stay great. We love you. I love you too. And thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you, sis. Um, comp compensatory compository. I don't know how to say that right. I'm sorry. Uh, 21st says, where can I find your deep dive videos? Because they're not on Spotify unfiltered or are those not Spotify videos? Um, thank you for the super chat. Uh, my deep dive videos are not on Spotify. You can only get them through the memberships. You have to be a YouTube member, a Patreon member, or a Discorder. Those are the only places where I post my deep dives because my deep dives take me a long time. It's a lot of work. And I like to, again, I like to edit like I'm making a movie. So I have music. I have soundtracks. I use clips. And none of that is allowed on YouTube. So it, does, it doesn't make any sense for me to even attempt to upload them onto YouTube. So um, once you join, you'll have access to it. You might have to scroll down, um, go down, you know, my post because I post a lot on my private member page. So you might have to scroll down a bit, but you'll see all the links uh, for the deep dives. There's about, I want to say we're up to maybe number nine and all of my deep dives are an hour plus. Some of them are as long as three hours. So, I mean, literally you'll be, you can watch these deep dives for like the next two weeks and you'll learn a lot. So that's where you find them. So thank you. Um, let me see here. Uh, TJ says, T, my people are from the Caribbeans. We only care about reparations. I feel you on that one. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. That Dap TV. What's up, Daniel? He says, what's up, T? I'm loving the lavender. I'm loving the new content. Super proud of you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And once again, thank you so much for the sweatshirt. Um, I got it. I just think it's so dope. I love the line picture on the back of it. So thank you. Uh, let's see here. Teresa says, let us see you going into true crime. I'm obsessed with the Netflix show Mindhunter. Much love from Australia. Thank you so much, Teresa. Thank you for the super chat. And thanks for the support. I'm excited for, you know, what I'm saying to be going down that angle as well, because, you know, I've had my news channel for over 10 years. So it's cool to be able to, like, not just do like a short five minute news segment, but to like really dwell deeper into these stories. So thank you so much. Um, Jasmine says, love you, T. Be more in the building. I know that's right. Be more Baltimore. <laughs> Now, every time I think of B-more, I think of Krishan. <laughs> She's like the biggest person now out of B-more, you know, with that accent. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Natasha Elson 20 says, T, I can't wait for your crime videos. If there's if they're anything like your deep dives, they're going to be good. Thanks for always bringing the tea with a good heart and honesty. Thank you so much, Natasha. Appreciate you, love. So I want to get on here. And do an update on the whole 600 Breezy situation. Um, it's a lot more coming out to this case. And it's really, really disturbing me. Okay. First, let me say this. Because I had did the video on it yesterday. Um, I don't know this man. I don't listen to his music. I don't follow him. I didn't know Raven. Okay. This was a viral story. Because he posted it about his girlfriend dying. The only thing I know about Breezy or 600 Breezy is he's a BD, okay, which is a gang in Chicago, 
and he's beefing with NBA young boy. And he's, you know, he beefed with T.I. at one point. I only know him for his fuckery, right? And then he has a baby by that girl, Queen Key. They got triplets together he doesn't claim. What else do I know about 600? That's about it. So when he posted this, I was like, I wasn't even so much tripping off of him per se. What really tugged at my heartstrings, y'all, was what was written. Okay? When I read what was written and then I went to go look up exactly who Raven was and I went on her Instagram page and I'm seeing this beautiful black girl you know who's in the gym working out her body's on point she looks like she has the quote-unquote perfect life right there's nobody's life is perfect but y'all what I'm saying she has that perfect Instagram life and that just it really just made me sad you know, because even reading her note, I've been there. Y'all know I've talked about my battles with depression and I still suffer from depression. And when you suffer from depression, every day is a battle. Like literally every day is a battle to just wake up and want to, you know, figure out what you're going to do for the day. Go to work. Like there's some days you can't even get out of bed because your your mind is constantly racing. And sometimes you're almost like a, a slave to like a figment of your imagination, you know, there's not technically anything really wrong, but you just feel like there's something wrong, you know? So it, it's hard if you've never really dealt with that. So when I was reading her note, it really just struck a chord with me. Like, I'm like, I can see myself in her. I've been in that situation. I've been at a bridge and been ready to jump off. Like I've been there, you know what I'm saying? No lie, no cap, no looking for points and no shit like that. Like that was me not even 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So that like, it, it broke my heart because she just sounded like she was in despair. And then another thing that bothered me was once again, this is a black woman being mistreated by the medical system. And if you guys have been on my channel, you guys know what I went through in 2020. I almost died in 2020. Remember when COVID first started, I was coughing really bad on camera and everybody's like, oh my God, you need to get tested. You probably have COVID. I'm like, I don't have no fucking COVID, bitch. I ain't gonna put that on me. But I kept coughing and we didn't know why. And I had been going to doctors. I don't have to come on my stream like, oh, I went to the doctor today. I went to, you know what I'm saying? But I was going to doctors and I kept getting dismissed. They even diagnosed me with asthma, gave me a pump. And I'm like, can you guys run some tests? Can I get a CT scan? None of these doctors that I went to wanted to do any of that. So it wasn't until that last weekend that I almost died. Um, I literally could not breathe. I'm talking to my mods. I just sound horrible on the phone. Like I literally am like panting for breath. And I'm like, I just do not feel good. And so I remember I laid on the couch because I was scared to go to the emergency room. Because remember, this was around the time of C-19. And they're claiming that there's all these people in the emergency room. And they're dying on the floor. And if you if it's not serious, don't show up. So that's why I didn't go right away. I was just going to regular doctors. And so when I woke up, uh, this was Sunday morning, I felt horrible. So at that point, I was like, I'm just going to have to risk it and go down to the ER. And then I get down to the ER and... They told me if I would have waited one more day on my couch, I would have been dead on my couch. My lungs were like full of blood clots and they were traveling. And, you know, it bothered me to this day. It still really fucks with me because I went to go get care. I didn't just sit on it. I didn't ignore it. I went to several doctors and none of them ran tests. Everybody just dismissed it. Oh, it's just asthma. 
Oh, it's just the cold. It was everything when all they had to do was just give me an MRI or a CT scan like I was asking for from jump. But once I went to the emergency room, you know, I will give them props. They did it and they were able to find it and get me on um, the blood thinner medicine and all that stuff. So they really do not care about black people, black women in the medical establishment. I've had black nurses even confirm this. They think that our pain is not the same. We can handle pain. Um, if we're coming in saying that we're in pain, we're automatically seen as drug seekers. It's, it's, it's like a battle. And especially if you have a chronic illness where you need pain medicine, you literally have to tell them, bitch, I ain't been in the hospital in two years. You better pull up my chart and see the last time that y'all gave me morphine. That's literally how you have to, have to, how you have to talk to them. Because they will treat you like you're just some type of drug addict coming off the street. Like, you better look at my medical charts. I ain't even been in here in two years. You know what I mean? It's, it's that bad now. And part of it, why is it that bad? Because you have people using stuff recreationally. But it's funny that once these, these white suburban moms were taking pills and, you know, they're at home popping perks and zannies and stuff like that. Um, now it's, they need treatment and, and, and we need to handle pill poppers with a, with a kitten glove. But the problem is those pill poppers have not affected people who actually need medicine, who actually need pain. And sometimes pain can be so bad. It can drive you insane. It, it really can. So it, it really broke my heart when I was listening to her talk about her pain and how they were just dismissing her with like ibuprofen and I've never had cysts or fibroids. I've had family members who have had it, but I've never experienced it, thank God. But I was reading some of y'all's comments yesterday and like my heart was so heavy because I'm just like, wow, everybody's going through something. You never know what people are going through. There's people literally commenting like they feel like, you know, they don't want to be here anymore. They were, you know, S word a few weeks ago or they've lost all their family members and it's just them. Like those comments yesterday you know, were just very, some of them were just very sad. And there were women on there also commenting about how they've had fibroids and cysts and that it was one of the worst pains they've ever felt in their life. And I didn't know it was that bad. I know it was painful, but I didn't know it was that bad. But there are people commenting that saying that that was like one of the worst pains. They're talking about endometriosis. I think that's how you say it, how that's like another, that might've been what Raven had. So it, it just, the whole thing was just very sad. To see this young girl who's healthy, who's actually taking care of herself. She's not just, you know, on the couch eating Cheetos every day. She's actually working out and, and, and trying to stay healthy. And she's going through this and she's being dismissed. Okay. So my heart just definitely went out to her. So for me, the video was more about Raven and, and talking to people who deal with, you know, depression and S thoughts. It wasn't so much about 600 Breezy or his baby's mama. I don't, I don't really care about their drama one way or another. My heart goes out to this young girl who wasn't, I don't even think 30 yet, who felt like she had no, no other recourse. But now more information is coming out about this situation. And I don't even know what to think at this point. Um, I don't know if this man is clout chasing because well, if you guys heard me read that letter, what I had assumed happened is that basically she sent him that, that message and then she jumped off of a bridge, right? And then they found her body in the water a few days later. That's how it came off to me. But now the, her cousin is coming out and her cousin is blasting him. And it just, it, it's very strange. The whole thing is very, very strange. Let me, um, 
Okay, here it is. Let me share my screen with you guys. So this is Raven's cousin that's that's come out. Her name is Bezos. And she says, I'm calling bullshit to this and I'm ready to go on record. What's the date of these bullshit text messages? This mother effort is trying to come up off my cousin's death. Why is the date important? Because her mother just caught the cops in Alabama this morning for a wellness check. Okay. And that morning would have been the sixth because today's the eighth. So this would have been the sixth. And then somebody else says, you can't force somebody to get help. All you can do is nudge them. But then again, you can't force folks to get help. The date doesn't matter. She's been feeling that way. She replies back, the date does matter. She was discovered on September 6th. She had been deceased for a few days. No one had heard from her since August 31st. Dead women can't text. So you telling me he already had these texts and never alerted anyone to go to her apartment? Then uh, somebody says, somebody wrote in here, nigga, y'all wasn't even together anymore. And then she says they weren't together. I'm her family, first cousin to be exact. We've asked him to take that down. He has refused. Where was he when my cousin was hurting? So this is really disturbing. It's really disturbing. Um, I've seen everything on the internet from people saying that he killed this girl, allegedly. Okay, this is what people were saying to people saying that he's doing this for clout and that either had to be a message that either he wrote or she sent this maybe days or weeks ago. And if she sent this prior, why had he not alerted the police? Because I would think that this was my girl and the way he's proclaiming that he loves it. Because like I said, I'm on the outside looking in. I didn't follow these two. These two were not my couple goals. I don't know them. So for me, just on the outside looking in, I assumed that that was his girlfriend. So if he got that message from her, I assumed that he was the one who called the police and said, look, my girlfriend just sent me this. I think she harmed herself. We got to go hunt for her. I want every bridge in the state of, I don't know where she was at, Alabama. I want every bridge checked for, for her body. But the cousin is saying that that's not what happened, that they hadn't heard from her since August 31st. So they went to go do a wellness check on September 6th. And they found her dead at home. That is very strange. So to me, not only is that disturbing that this girl has been dead at her house for such a long time and nobody knew, no, you know, of course, we started getting worried after about a week. But if that was your girl, like I'm assuming when you're in a relationship with somebody, because he's acting like that's his girlfriend, like they were together. Do you not talk to your boyfriend and girlfriend every day? I'm just saying, like, when I had a boyfriend, I'd talk to him every day. You know what I'm saying? Hell, we'd talk probably four or five times a day. So I, I, that's just strange. Like, do you not talk to your girlfriend every day? Um, I can see the family not talking to her every day because you're not going to talk to your family every day. But usually the, the person that you're with, you're going to talk to them frequently. So did he write this note? Like, I'm confused. I don't want to think that he wrote it because... The way he writes and the way he speaks. And when I read the messages, I've told y'all this before on Discord, I can hear people's voices and energy through messages like emails, text messages. If you're very spiritually sensitive, you can hear people talking to you. That's how you can tell when like, like you can hear male voices, female voices. Even if I've never spoken to that person in real life, 
I can hear them through the emails. I don't know. It's weird. It's hard to explain, but I just can. When I read that, I heard her voice. Like I, I, I read, like I, I heard a female's voice. I didn't get his vibe in those messages that were screenshotted. Okay. Now the message that he wrote on Instagram, I heard his voice. So it's very weird. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't see him writing that. But if he had that, when was it sent? And why did you not call the police? Like, I think what her cousin is saying is very fair. It's very fair to ask those questions because it does not make sense to me. Because though, I mean, she was saying a lot of really serious stuff and you can tell she was very much hurting. If somebody sent me a, a dissertation like that, and once I got done reading it, the next thing I'm about to do is start calling the family, calling her mama, calling her siblings, calling the police. I mean, she literally said, I'm looking over the bridge and I, all I see is homeless people down there. So to me, I took it as she jumped off the bridge and, you know, they found her a, a day or two later and he's posting it. Like, yeah, the, the, the I know social media is a whole different entity with the clout chasing and the attention seeking. But if he had these messages and he decided to post them and it really had nothing to do with her death per se, like right in this moment, that is weird as hell to me. That is strange. Like if this was tied to her death, I could understand it because I think people sometimes we hear so much about the S word and, and people being depressed and things happening. When you get inundated with it so much, it, you start to become desensitized to it, right? It just is, oh, another teenager who off themselves. Oh, another person, you know, who just couldn't take it in life. You start to kind of dismiss it. But when you're hearing somebody's thoughts and you're hearing their cries and you're hearing their despair, that really wakes you up. That Those notes really show you the humanity in people and the struggles that people really deal with and how people have to wear multiple faces, you know, where they have to be happy in public and act like they're you know, living their best life for all these people who really don't matter. But once the computer is closed and the phones are shut off and now it's just you and your environment and you're having to look in the mirror and deal with the real you, are you able to cope? Like those messages really showed her humanity. So if that is not tied to what happened in this situation with her death, that is weird as fuck, my guy. That is weird that you would post that and that wasn't even what was tied to her death. It's just really weird. The attention seeking. Because what the cousin is saying is making sense. Because reading the note and reading what he wrote on social media, the vibe that everyone got, including myself, is that she had just sent him this message between the fifth and the sixth. Well, no, between the fourth and the fifth, right? Like over the weekend, right? Because he posted it that Friday. So I assume that when he posted it that Friday, she must have, you know, jumped a few days before this. Like maybe that Wednesday or Thursday and they found her. And that was the confirmation. So that's why he posted on social media. But now they're saying that she's been missing. They did a wellness check. They had to call the family, caught the police. This is not good. I've been hearing the word sacrifice too, um, Caitlin. I didn't heard that too. You know, was she? Who knows? 
Because like I said, up until now, I never heard nothing about him. Besides his drama, I don't know none of his music. I couldn't tell you anything he raps. But now he's, you know, he's garnered national attention with this story. This is a national story now. So I don't know. Let me read some of these comments here. Um, let's see. Uh, Stop the Cat sent 1999 says, hey, T, I've been a true crime fan for as long as I can remember. A lot of stories people are covering I researched years ago. I love to be able to be a writer for you or give you stories not talked about. Oh, send me an email, Stop the Cat. I would love that because it's a lot of research. It's a lot of work. You know, I've hired a few people to help out. You know what I'm saying? So send me an email. You know what I'm saying? I'm always looking for other stories and other things I can hit on. So thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Luther's boy sent $99.99. Thank you so much, Luther's boy. He says, hey, T, just want to congratulate you on your new True Crime Tea Time channel. I love this. Your jingles are always on point. Keep up the best content on the net. Love you. Thank you so much. Yes, my friend uh, Ty, he made the beat. Because I was like, I want a jingle. I want it a lot darker. So I had him make the beat and he did that. And then the girl who sings the song, you know, we went over the lyrics, the, the you know, how I wanted it to flow, the name of the thing. So I'm very much involved in the process and it takes a lot of different people to bring it together. So she always just does an awesome job. I just, I love her voice and she kills it every single time. So her voice, along with the beat, it just like it sets the tone. And then the edits, it just all came out really good. So thank you so much with this boy. I'm glad you like it. Um, let's see here. Asher1028 sent $49.99. Thank you so much, Asher. Appreciate you. Um, they say over 5,000 people in here. Hit the like. I love the true crime video. Thank you so much. Yes, you guys, please hit the like button. It is free. Hit the like button. So thank you. Um, let's see here. NN sent 499 says, yes, us Africans have been sad I am the queen for years. I hope the series The Crown will finally do a new season. I haven't gotten into The Crown, but I want to watch it. I heard it's pretty good. I just haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. But I am watching the new Game of Thrones. I, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be patient with House of Dragons. This third episode was really good. I'm liking, I mean, the fact that he went on that, that S mission and he, he, you know, I'm saying, damn, I don't want to spoil it for people who ain't watched it yet. But I am into the new, yeah, Damien, is that his name? I, I'm liking it, but I don't like how fast they're moving. Like, you can't, you know what I'm saying, pick the friend as your queen, and then two years later, y'all got a baby. I'm like, well, where's the wedding? We've been spoiled with Game of Thrones. We need a, we need a red wedding. We need a Joffrey style wedding. I'm like, how you just... Choose her, ain't no wedding, and then she has a two-year-old. I don't like how fast they're moving, but I'm going a, I'm to a keep watching House of Dragons. I'm definitely feeling it. I'm going to keep watching. I don't, I don't like them skipping the years, though. I need all the tea. We've been spoiled. <laughs> I need all my House of Dragons tea, but so far, so good. But I might have to start watching The Crown. I might have to start doing that. Um, let's see here. Queenie sent $13.99, says, T, I've been watching you since high school. I'm 28. Watching from Ottawa, Canada. I'm Abidjan. I'm from Abidjan, Ivory, uh, Ivory Coast, Cote d'Ivory, Ivory Coast. Yep. 
Love you and thanks for your hard work. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Thank you for coming through and thank you for the support. Uh, let's see here. Dante Sin 499 says, Hey T, sending you love and blessings from Memphis. Very excited for the true crime videos. So proud of your evolution. P.S. When is the next event? Man, I do not know. People keep asking, when's the next event? I don't know. Um, we're still working on the edits from the last event. The editing process, child, has been a mess, but it's coming together finally. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But um, I don't know. I do want to do another event. Um, I just, it's a lot to put these events together. But I have some things, you know, in the works. But I'll definitely keep y'all posted. So thank you. Uh, Fitness and Foolishness. I like that name. Says the queen isn't dead. Her vessel expired. She probably so jumped into Meghan Markle. <laughs> I can't stand y'all. Look, not, not, um, what's that show? Uh, the movie Skeleton Key. Remember with Papa, uh, Justify when he jumped in the, the, the old slave ghost and he jumped into the white children. That is my movie. The Skeleton Key. Please don't tell me she done pulled a Skeleton Key move, honey. He said she done jumped into Meghan Markle. Ooh, that'd be some shit. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Tasia Jones says, I love Raven's Instagram. She was always dancing and joking. Yeah, she seemed like a really fun person. She really did. Um, thank you for the super chat. Wendy Antonique sent $35 in Zara money, says, this is my first super chat. Your lives and videos get me through every time. I write up my master's paper, Stay Beautiful Tea. An OG South African tea sipper. Thank you so much and good luck with everything that you're studying in school. Thank you for taking time out to just come and be here. So I appreciate you for that. Um, let's see here. Daniel Rain says, hey, Auntie, I love the green room. I wish I was there to tell you about the algorithm, how the algorithm treats black and dark skinned Latino cosplayers. Love from Charlotte. Oh, wow. Now, I heard that there is some, like, low-key racism in the cos community. It's like people get upset, um, especially when black people are, like, you know, dressing up as white characters. It's like they feel a way, like, you can't be a black Luke Skywalker. Who do you think you are? You know, but the problem is there's not a lot of us as black superheroes and characters. You know, thank God for Black Panther, honey. You know, before Black Panther, there wasn't a whole lot. So that is why black folks just chose a character and ran with it. But yeah, I've, I've heard about there being some racism in cosplay. But I think a lot of people uh, did not know about the soap dispenser and the water thing. Like when you go to wash your hands and uh, people are like, really surprised about that. But it's really a thing, you know, and I didn't know it until I started researching. And I'm like, now it makes sense. Like there's been times, especially at the Mall of America, there's been times where I've literally hopped from sink to sink to sink. Just embarrassing. Like, okay, just work for this person. Let me run over there. And then I put my hands under there and it's like, no, bitch. <laughs> you can't get any of this water to wash your hands. <laughs> it's like, what the hell did I do? <laughs> you know, that you got to like keep trying it and, you know, move up real close and hope it can scan the white part of your hand. It's just weird. It's weird, man. You know, things, I don't know, man. They have an issue with brown skin. <laughs> Hopefully they'll start getting fixed. And I think the more you talk about things like this um, and you, and you kind of make a big deal about it, they'll do that. You know, they'll, they'll start fixing it. Cause there's no reason why I can't wash my hands in peace. Shouldn't, I mean, I literally, I always go to at least two sinks. Like I've never, it's very rare that I'm able to just go to one sink, 
get soap and then wash my hands. I'm always like, okay, I got the soap. Yay. Okay. Now the water. No. Okay. Let's try over here. Yay. Oh no. All right. Let's go. Over here. <laughs> it's like hot potatoes sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Candy says the soap dispenser. Yes. Um, there's research that a lot of times, because there's like a, uh, AI, there's a, a scanner when you go to do the automatic soap dispensers or the automatic water. And so what they found out is that sometimes it does not recognize darker skin tones. So a lot of times dark skinned people are having to like play hot potato with the soap dispenser. You, you're having to put your hand in and out, in and out. And, you know, uh, or like even the water when you go to wash your hands and they notice like if it's lighter skin tones or white skin tones, it flows better. They'll get the soap right away. They'll wash their hands right away. Even the napkins too. Sometimes you got to wave that napkin, your hand over the little sensor constantly. Like I never get napkins like on the first try, you know, so it's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you, you got to kind of do a lot and you wouldn't notice it. Cause like I said, it's not, if you're lighter or you're, you know, you know, if you're not dark skin, you're not going to really notice it. You know, I've always noticed, but I never put two and two together until I started researching, you know, what I'm saying the scanners and the algorithms and things like that. And these are one of the issues that were brought up. And I'm like, damn, that now that makes sense. It really does. Yeah, it's crazy. But like, like I said, it's, it's nothing to. Yeah. Look, somebody said they thought it was just broken. No, honey, your hands are just colored Tootsie Rolls and it doesn't recognize it. <laughs> it don't recognize these brownies. <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, hopefully, like I said, with more conversations like this, you know, hopefully we'll get fixed. But, yeah, you, yeah, I used to think that, too. And then you'll be like, damn, well, maybe it's broken. You know, you just be wiping your hands on your jeans. And then a white person will come and be like, yeah, and their, their napkin comes right out. I'm like, hold up. I was just over there for like two seconds, three seconds, and it was not doing it. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But it happens all the time. I've experienced it all the time, but I just thought it was me until I started reading that article. And I'm like, what? Now it makes sense. Eureka. <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, let's see here. Uh, Brooke Portly sent ten says it's true. I had a dislocated hip and was dis and it was dismissed as a bruise. I couldn't walk for two months. I started having lower back issues, and my chiropractor took one look while I laid there and knew I did. Wow. Yeah, it's at this point when it comes to like medical stuff. Please go and get a first, second, third opinion. If you can go to the ER, because a lot of times the ER will have everything you need, scans, all that stuff. Because this is the point now I don't trust a lot of the doctors after what I went through. So if I'm to the point where I just do not feel good and I'm there's, I'm trying to like, you know, do everything I can at home to feel better, I just go straight to the ER. I, I don't want to go to the doctor for them to, for me to be waiting there for an hour for them to be like, oh, it's just the cold or just some mess like that. And it's to the point now, even with my kids, I end up taking them to the ER because then they can just get whatever scans, whatever blood drawn, whatever they need done all in one shot. Because, you know, they're, they're silent killers that really affect us. And when we get dismissed, we end up dying from them. Perfect example, blood clots, polymeric, polymeric, 
embolisms. Um, you know, those are silent killers. You're thinking that you just have a pain in your leg and you're going to the doctor and they're dismissing it like, oh, just take some ibuprofen. You know, you probably just were walking, you know, you probably were dancing too hard this weekend. And really it's a PE that's accumulating in your leg. And if that PE breaks off, you can have a stroke, you know, you can have a heart attack. So, you know, when you notice something is different, nobody knows your body better than you. So when you feel like something's not the same, go and get a first, second, third opinion, or just go straight to the ER. Cause it's just the point we have to, it's very scary. Um, let's see here. Miss Scully B. Hey sis. She says, thank you for speaking on the disparities. T people really don't understand the struggle. Yeah. It, it is the truth, and, and that's the thing. You have to be your own advocate. Do not let people shame you or make you feel like you're crazy because, again, if something happens to you and you die, the world is just going to move on. You know, So you have to fight for yourself. You have to fight for your own voice. Uh, let's see here. Aaron J. Senfai says, love you, T. Queen Key was talking about 600 is a cloud chaser. When in reality, she's the real cloud chaser. Her post was extremely unnecessary. Yeah, their back and forth is just really tumultuous and disgusting. Um, he ended up replying back to what she had wrote, and I was really shocked at his response. Even if he don't take, think that, th that those triplets are his, his response was just really, it was really disturbing. Let me see if I had, do I have it up here? Oh, yeah, I do. Let me show y'all his response to what she said. Now, what's really disturbing with that is if that is his response to a woman who could be his potential baby's mother, like, I, I guess I'm just not invested in these two people. I don't know anything about them. I just, I don't care. I think the babies are cute, though. You know, I love babies. I think it's dope that she had triplets. You know, you never see that. So I just don't understand the hatred for the kids. Like the kids did nothing wrong. Why is it F these three innocent children? And if you're not the father, then just so be it. You're not the father. So it makes me think like if you can talk about that, if you can talk that way about children, how were you talking to Raven when y'all got into it or when y'all would have issues? Because I was seeing even comments on, on Twitter and I was taking screenshots um, just for my own edification. And I was seeing people saying that he was a cause of a lot of stress for her and that supposedly maybe she had miscarried and she felt the way cause she couldn't have kids or something and that he was cheating on her. I don't know how true all this is. is. I was just seeing stuff on Twitter, you know? So I, I don't know, but I just, I was just shocked that he came at those triplets like that. It's one thing he wants to come at the mother, but to say F the kids, I mean, those babies did nothing. They didn't ask to be here, you know? So it's just really sad. And I don't understand, like, why, how come nobody has taken a child, uh, 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 not child support test. What is it called? A paternity test. I said a child support test. Honey. Like, why is there no DNA test taken on these triplets? I guess, what is the problem? They're about three. Why, what is the point of them going back and forth? Take them to court. He, I think legally they can force him to take a DNA test. And if he's not the father, he's not the father. But I, I'm assuming like this paternity test situation for it to be going on this long and it hasn't been taken. Do they both like the drama? 
Because it, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, child, a child support test. <laughs> a lot of y'all would fail. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it. It just, it doesn't make sense. I'm starting to feel like they both like the drama, you know, because she's using it as a way to like, you know, spur her YouTube. Um, cause she has like a YouTube channel with her kids. So maybe it's just, you know, drama to keep, you know, her YouTube channel in the light. I don't know. Cause I just don't understand like, what is the problem with just running, getting a DNA test. And then that way you can sleep better at night knowing that you didn't father these three children. I mean, it would just make the most sense to me. But then again, you know what I'm saying? That's too much like, right. Um, oh my God, I've been out here for already 47 minutes, child. Okay. Hold on now. Let me read a few more of these chats. Dee uh, Dee Watson sent five says, doctors do not care about black people. My mom has been in the hospital for a month and almost died. My aunt, who's a nurse, even said that they dropped the ball. Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear about that. I hope your mom starts getting better. Um, but if it's that bad and they're dropping the ball, you may need to move her to another hospital. You know, like... The healthcare system is getting bad. And part of it, yes, there's a shortage. I, I don't want to knock because we have a lot of just amazing doctors, amazing nurses out here who, you know, who bust their back and who really care about their patients. So I'm not talking to like the good doctors, the good nurses out here, but you do have some hospitals, they don't care. You do have like some doctors and nurses, they don't care. They're just going through the motions for them. It's just a check. And so if you're feeling that way, you might have to possibly move her to another hospital rather than keeping her there and risking her, you know, at, at the hands of these people. Cause that's very scary. Okay. All I'm seeing is trucks in my chat. Agent Matt must be in the house. Hold up. <laughs> all I see is trucks. Let me see here. Agent Matt says, what's trucking? I've been missing your lives lately, but we back looking good. Thank you so much. Agent Matt. Appreciate you. Glad to see you back. They, they, the, the chat must have missed you, too, because all I see is trucks. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. So let me go ahead. I want to get on to the next topic here. Now, um, Aries Spears. Now, y'all remember this whole situation. I talked about this the other day. Tiffany Haddish and Aries Spears. Now, let me go ahead and say this because, you know, there, there was a comment to me that was kind of bothersome and I didn't like it. Um, it's very easy for people, you know, you're not the one giving the commentary, right? So you can be very accusatory in the chat, in the comment section. That is fine. Nobody knows who user uh, kiss1946 hashtag Apple Martini is. They're not going to come after you and sue you, Okay. With me, because I am a personality, I'm the one delivering the news, I still have to be fair to all parties involved. So people saying, uh-uh, you need to call them a pedophile and call them what it is. I will do no such thing, because if I get sued, you going to cut the check? You going to pay for my lawyer fee if it comes out that that's not what happened? You know, I just, I don't like that. You have to be, you, you know, you, I'm, I'm always going to be unbiased and report news. I caught them out. The video was very, very distasteful, but reading through the entire thing, okay, they did not say that Aries or uh, Tiffany or anybody, I just hate the fact I'm so censored, sexually, actually, you know what I'm saying, touched them, penetrated, any of that. 
You can't just make up stuff because you're bored. Like I don't, I don't, I don't understand this whole social media. I'm just gonna pour sauce on shit and make it worse than what it is. The video by itself is bad. The fact that they thought that was okay to, to even film that and to even write that script is bad enough. You don't have to pour extra sauce on it and act like you know, like they physically had sex with these children. Like I just, I was kind of thrown off by like some of the comments. It's like, did y'all, did you even listen to what I read? I literally read the whole indictment, okay? At the end of the day, they're saying that it's a shakedown. Could it be a possibility? It could be. But either way, shakedown or not, the video is disturbing. I don't, I don't understand why. Like, I, I, like you know, I, I guess I'm trying to say, and it's not just Tiffany and it's not just Aries. Because you've had white comedians, and I spoke about this in the video. You've had The Rock. I don't understand when molestation and pedophilia became funny, became a punchline. That molestation robot skit on SNL was in such poor taste. I don't even understand who thought that'd be funny enough to push that through. It's very disturbing because, again, if you speak about Black Matters on platforms like YouTube, TikTok, all they love to censor you. They push you down to the algorithm. They do all types of stuff to not let your voice be heard. But somebody with a national platform like SNL can make a skit about a child molesting robot. That is disgusting and depraved. So now you have Tiffany and Aries being involved in this skit. I didn't find the skit funny. You know, I watched the whole thing. I didn't like the angles in which it was shot. Certain parts of how, you know, they were filming the little boy. You know, it, like when you do videography, you know when you're zooming in a certain way, when you film downward, you're showing dominance. It was a lot of little things with the filming that I was not feeling. On top of that, what bothered me is when the skit first started, it was supposed to be the pedo uncle, right? That's peeping the little boy. So he's looking through the newspaper. He's looking at him kind of lustfully. I don't see how this is funny, but I'm just describing to y'all the video. What was more disturbing was the ending. At the end, the little boy then picks up the newspaper and he starts looking at the so-called uncle lustfully. And when you look through the boy's vision, now Aries Spears is sitting at the table naked in some drawers. So to me, how is that funny? So now you're, you're, you're almost making it where you're excusing and saying that children can now look at adults in a sexual manner too. So it's not a big deal because they find adults just as attractive as adults find children. That is how it played out to me. 